Welcome to Pokemon Go Podcast, where we talk about all the awesome sauce that happened in the week of Pokemon Go, and some of the not-so-awesome sauce, but not usually. Usually it's all fun and games until Joe gets a fever. I'm Rock out of Podcasting, <laughs> Charles McFall, and Joe Art is back! Me, 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 me. <laughs> That's right, I am back. And Guess who's back? I don't know if you knew this, but there actually is a you. Pokemon virus in the in the main series games okay have you met me yeah so you don't know. so you I know don't. yeah you don't even have to quote you don't have to like be nice and cushioned it's like no you know i don't know yeah it's uh pokerus or pokey russ pokerus basically maybe? Pokey, pokey virus yeah yeah and uh and it actually is somewhat beneficial in the main series games how's a virus beneficial to take out your enemies so no it it makes it so that what is it your evs yeah your your uh, effort values so you your pokemon in the main series game gets what are, what's called effort values from battling um so your stats behind the scenes will get increased a little bit from battling well the virus doubles how much you gain in effort value so but you only have the virus for a little while once you get it but you, it can spread to your other Pokemon. Leave it to Pokemon to make a virus that you want to get. That's pretty much. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, you know what? I know you've been gone for two weeks, Joe. So I'm sure other than, you know, praying to the porcelain gods, you uh, have adventures of the week, I hope. Me? Yeah. Never. I don't play this game. Just kidding. This game's hey, dead. Definitely. Bah. We will talk about that a little bit more I later. I use that in the, the promotional <laughs> stuff. Like, I'm excited to talk about how this dead game is making millions. Yeah. Um, so I I haven't gotten any new shinies, which is, I'm kind of bummed about. But granted, I haven't been playing as much because, you know, I had a fever for eight days. Um, but uh, I, I did get the a lap my first lapras with the ice shard and ice beam i actually even though mm. i i had a, a a fever for eight days i actually was able to maintain um collecting research at once a day wow while i was sick so you know i beat you there um <laughs> you know it is yet another pile on that not only am i not 40 and I do my adventures eh, as I can. That uh, oh look, look! I was sick in my deathbed. I still no, I maintained it. ER yeah, filthy casual. I was I was a bit miffed that I didn't get something fun on the way to the ER. Just saying, but um, I I actually found someone. And now this wasn't me playing per se, but I found someone to trade, uh, and I got a chat out actually. So that's pretty awesome. Um, Chatot is a, a region exclusive, I th so I don't. Are you looking at the the stream right uh, now? Yeah, show it to me. Yeah, okay. The parrot, yeah, yep. the musical parrot, yeah, 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 yeah. So Cricket I got, I got a Chatot. When you said that, okay. Um, you know, just been playing, hatching, catching. Um, nothing really to write home about, to be honest. Uh, I am excited for Community Day, but I am sad that it hap that most of it's going to be while I'm at church. So, 
that's going to be sad for the I think, next year. Uh, I think Jesus understands that you need to get your penguin on. Well, so there there is a stop at at church, so I could drop a lure on it and that you do what you gotta do. I mean, my Sunday morning. <laughs> okay, so uh, I know you heard the show, but just to recap, there, uh, um, uh, uh, my Sunday gig right is is just like your church. Isn't it has a stop there or whatever? I threw a, that that snowflake lure on there, and nothing, man. I mean, not nothing. I mean, I got good evolution and and whatever, but no, no crystalloid Pokemon coming around. So, but I mean, if you're going to be there anyway, you might as well, you, you got to do what you can do. Throw a lure on, throw your uh, uh, incense on at the same time, just for drift. Maybe picks it up something, right? You got nothing. You got nothing. Now, uh, so uh, Nicole says that this year's community day is a day before her birthday. Thank you, Niantic. Uh, but aren't you supposed to be on an airplane to to New York just because you know you got to celebrate your birthday with your man? <laughs> I'm saying, you know, you'll be fine if if I don't know. I actually haven't talked to Klotz or her about that stuff. So I don't know if I'm like stepping into a hornet's nest by accident. Apparently not. She says she wishes. So good. I, as I'm halfway through that joke, I'm like. Well, you know, maybe they're frustrated because they can't get on a plane. I'm kicking a hornet. I probably shouldn't do that. So I shall stop now. Um, I wonder if the height distance makes it hard to uh, to kiss since he's always on a soapbox. <laughs> now, see, that's good jokes you can make right there. Uh, as you pull up, uh, as you pull up. Well, with you, I don't care. Nicole, I care about, Klotz. You all kick your hornet's nest all day long, man. That's how we whirl. Uh, but uh, the experience of the week, if you want to pull up Discord, uh, I actually had some more experience this week. I finally got piece number six of the radar. And oh, so I now have my rocket go. my rocket device. So you could definitely use the infographic from last week that tells you how to fight them. Yeah, it won't matter. I, I had uh, the, the purple lady, whatever she is. I ran up against her today. Um, Sierra. promptly got my uh my art handed to me very your very art. quickly yeah I mean, that's as close as i can get to what i want to say so yeah uh, uh yeah it was not um it was not a pleasant fight at all i got railroaded pretty hard but you know it, I, I it's a cool I, okay in the game it actually why don't you tap yours right now joe so people on the stream can see how it looks in case they haven't gotten the pieces yet it look it's a really cool graphical exchange where it zooms out. Well, you're actually pretty zoomed out as it is, but it zooms out, shoots a pretty big area to find stuff. Um, yeah, but I don't have anything near me, so yeah. it doesn't find anything. Right now, uh, in in theory, is it stops that would already have Team Rocket fights on it, or how how no. does so is it is secret? stops that once you trigger it with this with the radar then it's a rocket battle which is a leader correct gotcha yeah now stony 35 is in the chat says hey there's a gibble yeah i said the same thing so i didn't call by his name but i said the same thing and, and yeah it's joe's buddy <laughs> i was like oh get that thing get that shark man don't let that run away <laughs> and uh then it moved and yeah so it likes to eat pinups uh, but that that was my uh, experience. Oh, you know what? It's not my only experience. Actually, I went and got uh, a new Pokemon. I was out at 
the Atlanta Botanical Gardens on Sunday. It was a last night or um, Saturday. I don't know one night this weekend where they had a a big. They they do tons of lights. I go there every year and they have these great Christmas lights uh, things going on. And let me see. Go to recent. And so I saw a shadow. I saw a shadow that's been showing up. And I called it uh, until I found out what it was. It was uh, Jenny Craig Trico because it was like a really skinny Trico looking shadow. And I'm like, that's not. It's like the before is slightly chubby, the after is slightly skinny. So it's a Jenny Craig Trico uh, is what it was in the shadows. And let's see. So what was it really? Uh, you can't tell from my made-up name? No. Uh, Snivy. It's a Snivy. No. So I've been seeing the Snivy pop up in the shadows. And the way it stands, it looks like a Trico, but skinnier. We, it, yeah. So uh, how rare are those? Are they are those fairly rare? Because I, I got one. Depends on your night. area. Yeah. I got one that night. I, I've caught nine. Um, so I did that. And then... Uh, I know there's a story coming up about the the adventure research this you know this month. Blah, blah, blah. Let me just tell you, it's Lapras and Lapras and freaking Lapras, man! It's so annoying to open up another Lapras box today, and, <laughs> and it's like, oh man, the adventure. You were so like, excited on the last week. Now, now you know I was. It's still lie. Don't lie. Don't let that fever brain tell you stuff that's not real, Joe. I don't, I don't know. You sounded pretty excited on the podcast to have Lapras last week. No, that's my second Lapras. I want something I don't have. So, and I'm getting cool stuff that I can do. Send ten gifts to friends. Hatch seven eggs. So I'm like, man, the the actual tasks I'm getting fall right into my wheelhouse to do them. And bam, 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 seven. Uh, is it only Lapras? Is the only is Lapras the only thing in the box this month? Uh, for now, yeah. I can't remember All how right. long Lapras is going to be in the box for, though. Yeah, it is. It is uh, frustrating. So I'll complete a few more and keep it going that way. But what do we have in the Discord? All right. So in the Discord, uh, we have a couple more hatches of Wurmple with the a party hat. Uh, Grateful Dad got a shiny Wurmple with a, a party hat, so that's fun. The purple Wurmple. Yes. Um, Terry also has a purple Wurmple. Ooh, Ellie. Ellie P. Uh, got, a, got a lucky 98% shiny, a shiny oh. Mewtwo. Wow. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's As you can tell, awesome. I'm in the Discord scrolling through as well. So I caught that as you were saying. Wow, man, that is amazing. Yep. Uh, Shiftworks has a 96% Garchomp. Uh, so he's pretty happy there. It's only the second Gibble uh, he's ever gotten. Uh, Professor Pine got a 100% Taurus from a hatch. Um, and also is super excited about his party hat Wurmple. Fabian, yeah. who is uh, in the chat here live, uh, also mm -hmm. had a pretty good week. Uh, mm. Caught a shiny chimchar, a shiny furret, uh, and a shiny, uh, well, got a shiny centret and evolved it into a furret. Uh, so, yeah, pretty awesome there. And then Terry is showing off his shiny Heatran. We just had a rare spawn happen, by the way, if you noticed. And 
that respond craves the Joe. And everybody craves the Joe. That's not that's not <laughs> differentiating anybody anymore. But Chicky Nashville, Chicky Nashville got in the chat. So man, excited. Uh, he's almost like a a side character for our show, right? I mean, I just love what he calls in, and, and even though <laughs> everybody craves the Joe, it's still entertaining. I love hearing from it. So uh, I'm happy to see that. Um, and I looked up. We were. I was wondering how long Lapras is going to stick in the research boxes, and it is the entire month. Uh, it goes away February first in the afternoon. All right. Now there's no way to stack boxes. Basically, if you do the seven, you get one, and then you can basically have three, or you can you can collect them up to six again. So you can have one box stacked and have up to six stamps, and that's it, right? Uh, no. Once you hit you number used seven, to be able to do that. Okay, but once yeah. you hit number seven, it's yeah. whatever's in yeah, that so, box. So you used to be able to collect in the background, like click on the box, but not catch it, and then wait. Right. But uh, they got rid of that a while back. Okay. Well, never mind then. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna wait. So I've got two lappers. Well, I mean, okay, I was happy to see that I, I had the ice beam, icicle, whatever attack that I had. You know, I know. Uh, I listened. You were excited. I was you not that excited, excited, Joe. Anymore. I was not that excited. Well, <laughs> maybe you just need to get yourself a shadow Lapras, then you'll be excited. You know what? You can go back to being sick. Rob and I did just <laughs> fine. You know, Hold, well, dude, that's don't even be flexing awesome. with all those Lapras. Oh, my God. No, that's just the ones I have left after getting rid of a bunch. You know what? It's about time to hit the headlines. I want to say thank you to Duly Noted for the bits. You're awesome. Thank you for that. You are indeed Duly Noted. Uh, so is there any particular order that I don't think it didn't feel like there was. It feels like everything It's January, right? Everything's just kind of random news in the yep. game. Let's so, just do it. Now, this, the first two, let's go ahead and do the first two. Yeah. Because um, there's a discrepancy on different news sites depending on who you talk to. So I thought we would mention that first. Uh, so the first article here uh, says that Pokemon Go made $1.4 billion in 2019. Um. And this is coming to the data is coming from superdataresearch.com. Um, now, perhaps because the other the other one we have, uh, the other article that we have here comes to us from sensortower.com and says that uh, Pokemon Go made nearly 900 million in player spending. So if we're assuming both of these are true, that must mean that Super Data Research somehow has access to Niantic's um, profits that are outside of the game. Um, so merchandise and okay. things like that. Uh, so it's possible these are both true, um, but I'm leaning more towards the lower figure from Sensor Tower since they have they're more reputable in general. Right. Um. Plus, they have the data from the previous uh, three years yeah. for for Niantic, or the previous two years rather. Yeah. Um, but this game is dead, right, Joe? I mean, it's just yeah. I mean, this I mean if you're making is, a measly totally eight hundred ninety four right? million, you're a dead game. Just pack it up. Why bother? <laughs> yeah, I mean, just 
send that money this way. I mean, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so the, the first one comes from super data. Like I said, and it's 1.4 uh, million and they are looking specifically at free to play games revenue. Um, and on that list, it has Pokemon go as number six, and this isn't just mobile games. Um, cause this has Fortnite, this has league of legends, this has, okay. um, honor of Kings, things like that as well. Uh, and so, but of free to play games, Pokemon go is the sixth highest earning on this list. Yeah. Um, what interests me more from the sensor tower uh, website is it lists um, what Pokemon go made uh, 2016, 2017, 2018 yeah. and 2019. Mm -hmm. um, and this is the first time that Pokemon go has outdone their 2016 earnings, which but they came close is, in 2018. It's a bit of a misnomer though, because sure. if you remember, the game came out mid 2016. Right. And a bunch of people. Now, how much did they keep of that? I mean, is that, I, I don't know how the numbers are calculated because I knew I've told the story of somebody's like dropping 20, $40 in it inside. They didn't like that. They weren't catching stuff and basically refunded everything, you know, but you can still report that as earnings, even if, though you didn't, even though you had to refund it, you didn't keep it, you know, because I think that's what maybe a lot of people did when they first launched the game was throw money into it and then, Maybe they left it. Maybe they refunded it. Who knows? Either way, the next three years, look at that growth from 2017 to 2018, though. Huge jump. Oh, up. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a 38% increase. That is very significant. Yeah, it is. And if you scroll down, there's another chart uh, of the very best, like no game ever was, is the headline of this paragraph, or sets of paragraphs. Uh, but the location-based game revenue in 2019, nobody, nobody. You can stack these together. They're not going to come close to what yeah. Pokemon. So, uh, some of these I haven't even heard of, to be honest. Dragon yeah. Quest Walk and Let's Hunt Monsters. I imagine I, those are probably Japanese-specific because Dragon Quest is a big game or was a big game in Japan for, for many decades on the Nintendo and all that. And I'm, a, I'm thinking maybe Let's Hunt Monsters because of the Asian... And I, I just call it Asian because I don't know which actual dialect is the, the title at the bottom of the icon, but it's obviously an Asian script of some kind. So I'm thinking there's a probably... Oh, uh, yeah, the asterisk says, let's hunt monsters revenue estimates are for China app store only. Oh, okay. We still outdid the clones, including Harry Potter, the China only app. Oh, yeah. D still the Harry Potter one... Ones. You know, you people were thinking that Harry Potter would actually be a contender yeah. for Pokemon Go. And I kept saying from the get-go, I was like, Harry Potter's big, but it's not as big as Pokemon Go. Um, and the money shows it. I mean, Pokemon Go made $894 million this past year in player spending, whereas Harry Potter and sure. Unite, only $23 million. Now, depending on their budget, you know, for it, a year. Yeah. That's still decent profit compared to Ghostbusters at 230,000. That's it. 230,000 is what they made in 2019. Yeah. Yeah. And out of it, those, Walking Dead, our world actually, I thought would have been a contender because it's a strong IP. They leaned into it well with how it worked. 
Uh, and it felt more like a video game. You know, I talked about how I played it and, and reviewed it here on the show. And it felt more like a video game unless having to go out and meet your friends like Pokemon is. And yet it's it barely made $17 million in 2019. So I'm a little surprised that Jurassic World did better than Walking Dead. But, you know, it is what it is. Joe, I'm going to ask you this thought process here, looking at these numbers. Obviously, Pokemon Go is going to be here to stay for a long time. Uh, Rob and I talked about the potential of even a, a Pokemon Go 2 at some point once technology outpaces the platforms and stuff's built on, so on and so forth. Uh, that yeah, notwithstanding... Or being able to just reset your... Yeah, yeah, all those things. Uh, that notwithstanding, the Pokemon, obviously, the IP there is super strong. But would you say possibly location-based games slash AR games are a fad other than this one really just was magic and lightning in a bottle special so the thing is none of these have the well like we said pokemon is huge that in and of itself is going to allow for a lot more leniency on what it can and can't do but add to that the lore from pokemon is all about traveling the world and catching all over the place yeah so the lore itself lends to it the harry potter yeah i mean okay cool you're finding random stuff and they well, tried to they tried to put a little bit of a story into the game but it it just wasn't there ghostbusters it just doesn't have the ip to back it walking dead as big as walking dead the people who love walking dead think it is it's it's not pokemon uh, now, Nicole's a huge, well, I don't know about huge, but as far as the people in our circles who played the Pokemon Go and the Wizards Unite, she's a big Harry Potter fan as far as, you know, that kind of thing. And she was saying that Harry Potter's good, but ended up being kind of boring. And I know, uh, you know, in the DragonCon circles and this and that and the other, that Harry Potter itself, even though there hasn't been a whole lot of new material in a while, I know they've got the the Fantastic Beasts and this and that and the other, but um, even in the lulls, huge fandom, huge fandom, and, and especially in a female demographic, uh, huge fandom there. But I mean, here's what she, I'm gonna wrap it up. With what she says uh, that it, it got, she felt like it's kind of boring. She felt like the story was too long, and considering they basically wrote an entire addendum to the lore, you know, adding on to the lore of the books and whatnot. And then the mechanics well, of and, it, right? And a lot of it, like, because when it comes to stories, people like continuity. So when things are out Start of getting continuity. Outside of that. Yep. And, and so, like, for instance, and this is going to be a spoiler for, you know, books that came out 12 years ago. Um, in, the, in the movies and books, Hedwig is dead. Hedwig is, is catchable in wizards unite and i get it hedwig is is a character that is noticeable and is recognizable but this is supposed to take place after harry has become an or there is no hedwig i yeah i don't, I don't know that so and, and that's just one example but there's a whole bunch of different things now yeah. there are some ar games that i think might actually uh, well i don't know how big they'll be they'll definitely not be, be as, as big as pokemon go but um the minecraft world i could see that mm -hmm. getting pretty big yeah um 
the Catan one, I think will probably go the way of, of Harry Potter, probably not even, um, but you know, I'm curious to see how it plays just because I like settlers of Catan, but I'm looking at this Orna. It's a geo RPG. Cause a civilian on base threw it in there as a, basically final fantasy go even though technically it looks like it's not actually final fantasy license it's more of just an rpg uh thing but it looks it looks i'm gonna try it out just because i tried pretty much all of these out um but it looks like it's going to be a, a very much a rpg based on your location stuff going on type of deal so we'll see how that goes but that's not really what uh what people tune in to listen to but we we got from this tangent because of the money right still yeah. 894 million is, is which is more than everybody. the other six combined yeah actually it's probably more than double actually, yeah I'm, I'm thinking because your closest contender is 200 then the next one after that 60 okay million, not quite triple down. but more than double so, yeah the, all the rest of them combined yeah so so uh yeah it, it's 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 dead. We should probably give up on this podcast, you know. Cause and it's just Pokemon actually just had a um, a direct, quote unquote, a direct an announcement today. Oh yeah, um, that a lot of people are happy about. They're they're bringing a lot of Pokemon forward to the newer games, um, which was one of the biggest complaints. Uh, and they're also remaking the Mystery Dungeon series. So you know, Pokemon is just gonna keep going forward. I mean, it's been around for. 23 years now something 24 like years something like that yeah. it it's it's gonna stick around it's gonna keep it's gonna keep moving forward speaking of moving forward let's do that uh we got this unofficial go survey now where is this from it's obviously on the self road is that, is that who sponsored it with yeah Silk yeah road? It, okay. it was someone on the Silk road that did this survey um and it's there's a lot of interesting uh factoids in here um so the the survey uh they ended up having um almost 1200 people fill it out and of the now there is some bias here because it was a survey directly from the silf road so these are aren't your typical players these are players that not only play the game but also engage in the community uh and things like that Yeah, yeah 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 They had they had eighty almost eighty seven percent of the play of the people said they started playing in twenty sixteen. Uh, so you know a vast majority of the yeah. Silk Road redditors started playing then. Forty six percent were between the ages of twenty six and thirty five, with the next largest group being nineteen to twenty five. So you are statistically anomalous. I'm a, I, you know, <laughs> I got nothing. And so is that uh, that Chinese grandpa that has 27 phones or however much he's he's up to now that yeah. he plays with. Um, they said it said that 82 percent said they are primarily PVE, so gyms and raids, uh, whereas only 14.4 percent said they play both PvP and pve and then only 3.4 percent said they're primarily pvp players uh and that that doesn't really surprise me 
Uh, yeah, PV- yeah, yeah. PVP is not all of all that rewarding, to be honest, uh, at this point. So it's largely ignored. And this, at least that's what I've, that's the perception I've always had. And the statistics seem to back. That well, up. It, it's, it's, it's for the hardcore players. If you think about it, right. In my experience, I'm going to talk from the, the general exposure. You're not the hardcore fan experience, but in the, the person goes, Hey, that looks kind of cool. I wonder what Pokemon's all about for the last 20 years. You know, the games where I've dabbled into is more about catching and trading and hatching and while yes there are definitely battles and you, you see that in the anime and stuff it seems like there was i remember there's pokemon tournament and there's some others that that were specifically just pvp only and they didn't seem to do as well uh, as far as as compared 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 to the standard games so i could see that being true here is the Average person, my daughter is even more of a filthy casual than I, right? She just thinks like Pokemon are cute, and that's about the extent of it for her. <laughs> and, but she likes going, oh, there's that new, and she'll see what I'm doing on my phone, and then after months of not playing, she'll open up her app and try to catch some of the new stuff because it's cool. Zero interest in PvP, zero interest in anything like that. She just wants to catch them. And I think that's what your main base of players is going to be like. So it didn't. It, it makes a plenty of sense that PvP, while it's necessary, and and you definitely want your hardcore players to have that, it's going to be a very hardcore spinoff. If that makes sense. Yeah. Now th- I'm curious to see how this changes once uh, Niantic finally rolls out the right, um, the leaderboards and other things that they've announced. Um, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how these statistics change this coming year. Um, the next one, two thirds of people uh, say they play using only one account. So that means That'd one third me. of people have multiple accounts. Now, I wonder if that covers people like Barry, who plays for his wife, you know, while he's traveling. And and Ibit does that too sometimes. He'll play for his wife. <laughs> he, he plays for his wife, his daughter, and his daughter's friend sometimes. Hmm. Now, to be so. fair, Barry's one of his main jobs is to test out phones for his company. So yes. that's what he's doing. He has separate accounts on each phone, and he's testing them out with the game and whatnot. But, yeah, um, as opposed to, uh, what, Terry Wolf as his main account, and then he got bored, so he started over a new one and just to yep. start from scratch. So I'm wondering if it's differentiating, if it just means do you play with one account or more than one account, period. Yeah, well, it's just one account or and then like 25% said they use two accounts, which means um, what is that about 7% use more than two accounts. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, Terry put what is his new one? Terry, Terry, uh, oh, I don't know. Junior or something. It's probably like Terry Wolf will get the 40 again faster than Charles did the first time. Probably. Yeah, he, he'll probably make it to 40. Oh, I'm sure he will. Before you do. I'm sure. I'm I wonder sure. what he's at right now. I'm sure he will. Uh, so he's got, oh, it's the Wolf Terry instead of the Terry Wolf. Uh, and he's level 32 on that account. But anyway. Yeah, he's he's going to lap me again. It is what it is. 
but this buddy I'm, system, uh, almost 50% said they liked it. It's 44, 45% uh, liked it, the new buddy system. And, you know, of course, I'm not surprised. A big number of people are in favor of more buddy gifts daily. Well, everybody wants more stuff. That's not surprising. And I haven't got to the level of buddy gifts. I don't know if it's feels sparse or not. As a filthy casual, as somebody who doesn't really play, like, all the aspects of the game all the time, I think the buddy th- system's kind of cool. When I sit for a minute and pull up in the game, going, you know what? It's going to take me less than 30 seconds to feed berries to the to my buddy and and go ahead and play with them and take a picture, which gives me, like, four, three or four hearts immediately, right? Uh, and when I was out at the light show on Sunday night, I made sure to feed him and bring him out so he's walking with me. And so I got the full three hearts for walking with my buddy that night. You know, it's easy. It's fun. I think it's a cool aspect to the game. So I, I'm a little personally surprised that there's there's a, a significant amount of people who are somewhat enjoying it or not liking the buddy system at all. What do you think, Joe? Are you in the, the pro or against camp? Um, I'm not maximizing my buddy experience, but I think it's fun. So I guess I'm in the middling camp. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna min max it, but if I were to go out for a raid day, I'm definitely bringing my buddy out. Now that's my thing too. I'm always using that buddy slot to get the candies you need to evolve something. So that's. To me, that's more end game content, if you will. Although this doesn't have an end game, but you're getting forty plus is kind of the end game, right? And then when you caught everything and you evolved everything, you're waiting for the new. Well, shadows there's not nearly up. enough crossovers for this to be end game. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's it's man, it, it's a cool aspect to get you extra stuff and, and another way. It's just like having the buddy list. It's another way to have fun in in the game and if you're going to play like joe now well your gimbal just disappeared but uh you know you're gonna have it on the screen you're not really doing anything but the game's gonna be open the whole time it takes you very little time to give them berries and and take care of them and have them out there doing something for you and it's getting you more progress in the game and i think it was a very important addition to pokemon go um just to keep you always in any game you play you always want to have that next gotcha moment that next oh i'm making progress thing even if it's a little bit and that's been hard to do in this game because you have to get up and go out of your house to make progress now you don't really and i've seen the video of the catch assist dually that was really really cool <laughs> that was a great video that you found joe oh yeah the catch assist yeah is a lot of fun uh, I'm going to read this one from Duly Noted. I love the buddy system. I hit level two with Garchomp. When I toss a Pokeball and the Pokemon blocks it, and it bounces back, Garchomp's paw reaches up from the bottom of the screen and smacks it back at the Pokemon. I love that. Uh, so cool. So I like it. It's fun. Uh, so, yeah, a- interesting. Some interesting results. Not all, not really surprising results from this unofficial survey. But it was, it was, Yeah. Game's dead. Moving on. <laughs> uh, oh, man. So we have another problem with map tagging blocking players. That actually kind of broke my heart the second I saw I was like, no, again? We have a place that, that uh, it's what, Mafushi Island in the Maldives? Yep, exactly. 
We'll go with uh, we'll go with you. We've got it. I know Smaldives is how you you pronounce that, but I don't know about the first part with the island. Now, luckily, Niantic Indigo has already um, commented that he they're having Niantic look into this specifically. Um, but this goes to a deeper issue that the OSM tagging, uh, the OpenStreetMap tagging, they need to have a programmatic way of handling areas that are tagged for no spawns, but have pokey stops and gyms. Yeah. I mean, like, it's the, not like there's one pokey stop. There's a lot. I mean, it's obviously a city area that has t- a, a, more than a dozen combined stops and gyms in this one screenshot. Well, and, and almost all of the tags that I've heard of that people have been complaining about are water-based tags. So this happens to be tagged as a reef. Uh, the one previous, I think, was tagged as a bay. It was, yeah, it was a bay. And but the the maps know that there are streets here. Yeah, and buildings. That's what the blue shadows are. There's buildings and streets and parks and. So you would think you don't build buildings and streets on reefs. Yeah, that that if it's marked as a water-based thing where stuff shouldn't spawn, that should get overridden by the fact that it knows where the land is. Yeah. The game knows where the land is. Uh, and we don't have anything to back this up, but in one of the comments, Heron Island, Australia, is having the same a similar issue, apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, these yeah. tags... For how good they are in other aspects of the game, um, like for being able to tag something as a park so that you could turn a gym into a um, EX raid possible gym. Sure. You know, things like that are great, but being able to to overwrite tags that or that these tags that just straight up say no Pokemon that's kind of weird i and i get that they don't want pokemon spawning in the in bodies of water but still you know yeah anyway this is something that they need to to figure out instead of handling all of these issues manually because i'm sure that there's more like you said there's another report here of another area where this is happening um but yeah they need to programmatically figure this out and they're working on it. Like you said, Indigo is one of the top comments there. And, and Yeah, but that's still going to be yeah. a manual override, just like they did with the other island. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, and, they, and you look at a longer a longer search. Yeah. So you've got – we did talk about an info, infographic on the research last week, but this one's actually a little bit better. It's a little cleaner, a little bit easier to read. And this is from Dana Kinzero on uh, Reddit. to u slash Dana Kinzero. And Joe, uh, I dig this man. It's a nice, clean, easy to understand uh, January field research rewards chart. Yeah, it is kind of trippy though, looking at the ones that have shiny potential because they cut the um, models in half, and so it's half shiny, half not. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's a little yeah. trippy. Um, I, I like the 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 uh, uh, Dratini. I like how I mean it's just like a fade color on the Jatini. It's so cool <laughs> with the the pink to the blue. Yeah, it's a nice a nice thing. Where's the Koopa? The uh, is 
evolves into Kubata. Uh, crap, I can't get my words right now. Never mind, Bunder Raid. Those color differentiations are horrible. <laughs> those, <laughs> those look like football the fans. And the Kabutops. 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 That's the word I was trying. To, yeah. So I was writing my. I hate when I get it right in my head and I tell myself it's wrong and I can't get it out. I said in my head, I said uh, Kabuto at first. I was like, no, that's not right. And I'm going to sound like an idiot. And I might as well just embrace it. I sound like an idiot all the time. <laughs> so, but yeah, I look at Shelter down you're the bottom. You're just going to go, you're going to go full Grinch. Uh, you're an idiot. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> uh, Shelter looks like a footballer fan. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, it's just face face. So does uh, 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 Trey Head. Dang it. Tree head, tray, tray transfer. The one with the comes out in the rain, has a leaf on its head that catches the rainwater. It's right next to shelter, just oh, on the other side. Sorry, I was looking. Um, oh shoot, now I'm forgetting his name. Ha! It's not just me. Tray head, it is. Tree head, it is. Tray, tray head. Oh man. Anyway, um. He put it in for the. For I a, did. I put it in for title. a title. Oh man! You know what? Duly noted gave you a hundred bits for Treyhead. <laughs> well, duly noted, stick around. You can vote on that uh, yourself. Um, and yeah, <laughs> but thank you, thank you very much for that. So very cool graphic, and we've had it, we'll have it in the show notes for the podcast over at PokemonGoPodcast.com. dot com. And we'll have it, uh, of course, in the links here in the chat on Twitch. Um, you know what, Joe? We do need to look at redoing our Twitch. So when it gets moved to YouTube by the wonderful and amazing Nicole 0991, that those people watching on YouTube will see the chat and see the links and those kind of things as well. Yeah, I need to. Yeah. Yeah, we've and been saying tad. that for a while now. It is low tad. Stuck so, in low tad again. It, yep. So. Um. And, uh, I, yeah, I need to get uh, the login information for, uh, what is it, Slobs? Yes, uh, Streamlabs. Streamlabs. OBS. Uh, yep. So that I can, because they've got a plug-in for uh, being able to show the the chat. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's super easy. You and I, we'll, 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 get, we'll schedule a work session here soon and uh, get that stuff set up. Um, now, this... Before we go to this full story about turning the events tab, uh, it's a suggestion. It's not a rumor. It's not something that's been announced. It's a request, more or less, about turning the events tab into an event calendar. It just made me realize this is one of the few games I play that does not give you a free reward just for logging in for the day, just for opening the app. It kind of does-ish. Mm, no, you still have to go get for something. Seven days, for seven days. You have to go do something, and I mean, yeah, you can get the the streaks and this and that and the other, but you have to do something. Other games, literally opening up, thanks for showing up. Here's some gold, or here's some something, and then you close out, you know. And that's why I hear about event calendar because, like, on Marvel Strike Force, Clash Royale, and it gives you three things a day if you log in. Well, if you go to Marvel Strike Force, depending on when it is, you'll get up to seven things for the because it has a calendar, and that's what made me think of it was. There's an actual event calendar and login calendar. But what is the idea behind the possibility of the events tab turning into event calendar in our game? Yeah, so right now the events tab doesn't do a whole lot, uh, especially since uh, there are no events right now. It just says check back soon for upcoming events if you click on it. 
Okay. Um, and so what would be nice is, and what the, the person here, um, you, the Reddit user moon underscore 92 is suggesting is to actually have a calendar of the events. Apparently there's a login calendar for uh, Wizards United. Yeah, I was just seeing that. I was like, hmm, Niantic, one hand, other hand. Why is it, why, why do we have Ingress, Pokemon Go, and Wizards Unite all done by the same company and yet having different stuff throughout? I don't understand. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a few things from Wizards Unite that would be nice to have in Pokemon Go. But, uh, yeah, they gave, they gave some nice features to their least favorite games. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't call their least favorite games. I would say it's well, right now le- they've only got two games. So they're not actually like been three games. I keep forgetting about Ingress. <laughs> yes, Joe. It- Ingress didn't make that chart. That's true. <laughs> um. So weather. Now I've talked about how crazy the weather is in this game forever. About I know it picks up from some kind of of regional place for you know weather announcements but i will get hey be careful and it'll and go, okay i mark myself safe and it'll come sunny and nice i'm like what am i a basement dweller okay notwithstanding that so i'm literally can, in my basement recording be, the show it but. can be sunny and still in the early hours dropped below freezing and so if if there's any we don't live of, in colorado joe uh it's it's dropped down to 32 the last couple of days here Okay, technically, that's not below freezing. Okay, it's at. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Um, does that mean? Does that mean clots up in New York State, who from September to July is freezing the entire time? Does he get a warning every single day when it's sunny? It could be, yeah. <laughs> All right, now that's my question, clots. Do you get a warning every time you turn on this thing? Be careful out there, man. Hey, we know it's going to kill you. Uh, but this one's about foggy. I love the screen, the picture and the screenshot. The screenshot's cloudy, and the picture is the the Weather Channel definition of fog. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It, there is. I, I think you and uh, and Rob Roberts were talking about it last week, um, but the weather is just not. It it doesn't show you what 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 it actually is. Um, yeah. I think Robbie made a comment about how they don't pull weather.com because they, that would cost them money. So they're doing a cheap one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so it's uh, when this first came out, they would pull the weather every eight hours and just get the prediction. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they started pulling it a bit more than that. According to this. Now, but... we don't have a source. It's just a Reddit comment. And so take it with a grain of salt. We don't know if this is true or not. But the weather feature uses hourly forecasts of AccuWeather to fix it. You need more accurate global weather forecast data provider, which is basically what Rob was saying. Because AccuWeather is not really accurate. It is yeah. kind of a. And then the comment just below yeah. that says that it fetches six, six, uh, hours. six hours set. And so it doesn't actually check it every hour. It just it which, grabs the six hours. You know, we know, we know pinging, pinging a server, right? Checking something every hour, that's a ton of resources. You wouldn't think it is, well, but on a global level, it is. Yeah, and it's it's not just pinging it, well, every six hours, but it's pinging it for every zip code, 
probably. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about regional. It's probably, I, I think you're probably right. I think it's probably just Or, or Fabian said code. they're they're actually using the S2 cells was that? Um, for it. So um, the different S cells are are used for, I believe, OSM. Um, I don't. I haven't looked specifically into what the different. So what, we'll just go with it. But here's a yeah. great example of something I've seen happen. Now, I didn't check the third part here. But outside, it's bright and sunny, maybe a little bit of clouds. Pokemon Go, dark, heavy rain. AccuWeather, cloudy. There's <laughs> a comment down at the bottom. But that's exactly what I've seen is, is my character will have rain actively coming down in the game. And I'm like, it's, it's a little cloudy, but there's really no chance of rain in my entire zip code in the two cities I work in right now. And yet it's pouring down rain in the game. Uh, I don't know. It's The only reason this is an issue is there are certain ones like uh, Crystalis, I think it is, the snow Pokemon, will come out in snow weather and Crogonal. fog. That one, yeah. Crogonal. Uh Will come out in foggy weather. Snowflake. It's just easy to call it a snowflake. Uh, it's uh, yeah. cryogonal. So, yeah, oh, Nathan says, <laughs> he's basically saying move on. We could be here for another three hours trying to explain S2 cells. So, okay, that's all I needed to know, Nathan. Thank you very much. Uh, Nicole says, I can't count the times it snowed in my game this season when in reality it hasn't snowed here since March or so. So, yeah. Uh, but But the bonus is if you're getting snow in the game, you're getting Pokemon to show up that you wouldn't normally get. And they balance that for areas that will never get snow or maybe you more likely won't get you snow know what? with fog. I've got it all figured out. Oh, do you, Joe? Yes. Did, did you just did you just shotgun a Mountain Dew? Are you seeing no, colors no. right now? Well, I mean, there's purple behind me. Um, <laughs> no, there's not, Joe. Seek help. <laughs> um, so we've already got pseudo weather based lures. What if we had weather-based incense? Okay. I want a cloudy incense. I yeah. want a rainy incense. We could have different themed incense. So who cares what the actual weather is? We can pay for our own weather. <laughs> yeah. Or are you using game curse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Like we have, like you said, lore will go, of course, it's ice. You know, all right, here's some special ice stuff. Yeah. Um, down, down. Because I have so much incense because I, I don't see a reason to use it, really. I guess I could pop one before my drive to work or something or when I'm going downtown. Yeah. Uh, but this doesn't fix the, the issue in and of itself of weather being wrong in the game versus real life. And the only way that they're really... <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Zinzaloo. Zinzaloo got a good one on you there in the chat, but carry on. Zenzlu's here? What? Zenzlu just I thought he died up. a while back. Every once in a while, they come back only, from the dead to, to you, make a comment to on you, Joe. Right? Yeah. So hi Zenzlu. But yeah, no. Um, <laughs> and 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 uh, I think Nathan has a point. Yeah, Nathan says, uh, but that is what the lures were supposed to do. So if the lures aren't fully really, I mean, they are. So you know, again, going back to my story, everybody else has the same story they have. Threw on a lure for three hours, sat there, and nothing. Now, in their cases, and then a wild one showed up. Rob talked about a wild one showing up. Nathan talks about a wild one showing up. I did not have a wild one show up. Uh, but, yeah, we're using, we're making little mini blizzards where we're sitting, and we're not getting the snow Pokemon that are supposed to come with that. That's an issue. 
you just need to sit down and read the book where the wild things are and then you'll get the wild ones to spawn i'm the gruffalo man you just keep on walking uh, um but what they could do i suppose is allow people to report the weather where they are though i suppose if they did that theoretically these discord groups for different areas could say hey why we want it to be this weather in game um now the way they could get around that is having uh degrees of difference between weather like the difference between cloudy and foggy isn't that much or cloudy and rainy isn't that much but but foggy matches ice or snow so you get the snow ones whereas rainy pulls out a different set of yeah pokemon uh, but yeah, so basically the only way they could do that, either they would have to pull more often, which even then the weather that's getting reported isn't always what's actually happening. I mean, it's not back to the future too, where we know every 15 minutes what's going to happen or whatever. But uh, yeah, so people reporting or them pulling more often, both of which would help the issue. Yeah. And what are you going to do? We keep, we'll ask for stuff and, you know, maybe they'll fix it. Maybe they won't. And we'll, we'll keep playing. Well, back to that survey, it was something like only 5% of people believe that Niantic actually listens to us. So I, I am outside of that. I think Niantic listens to the community. They don't act very fast, but I think they absolutely listen to, not every little instance and, and not every podcast or whatever. And they've proven that they only think YouTube is the only thing that exists in this world. But I think with Reddit and their community managers, I, I, I don't think we've gotten PVP and some other stuff in this game if they hadn't been listening to the community. Yeah. So, and the actual quote from that, I was wrong. It's not 5%. It was 9.6% of players feel that Niantic fully addresses the community's concerns. So. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's a company, and no, I mean, Nine Tick is kind of tone deaf with some things, but uh, overall, dead game. Give it up. Stop playing. Shh. It's all right. Uh, you know, you know what's <laughs> dead? The horse that you keep beating. I did not beat you, Joe. You were sick on your own. Don't you start that rumor and put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Yeah, it's all right. But here's something that's interesting is that the predictions for what community days are coming are like rote now. It's it's old hat. And we had a. uh, Well, sort of. Every other one is starter. But there's some like, are we still going to get a Gibble community day? It's been assumed we would. But shiny Gibble is already out in the wild. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know, but uh, I sure hope we get a Gibble community day because I need a lot more Gibble <laughs> candy. But I, I could just use one period. Uh, but Piplup, uh, uh, man, I, I'm, I'm pull up Twitter to see if I can see who, who wrote it. There was a great uh, uh, little Twitter thread that went through that I shared and, and and you know read through. I don't know how to man because you can't just save stuff on Twitter. I don't. I don't know. Oh, which you can one say all are. kinds of stuff on Twitter. No, save. I'm speaking oh, clearly, everybody. Save. Jeez. I thought you said you just can't say and, stuff. On anyway, Twitter. go away, Joe. 
but but it was a good it was a well thought out rant of of it's a new year and people are already putting out charts on the Piplup evolutions and how to catch them for community day. And this that when community day hasn't even been announced or confirmed or whatever the phrasing was. And you know what if we do these things? And the, the ideas were really great. And I was like, yeah, let's share that out and let's let's comment on those. Uh, and yet here it is. Piplup is indeed the shiny community day special move character that's coming out yep every other month it'll happen like and honestly well okay you like the jo- shiny joe i don't know which side shiny which side is normal i can't tell the, the right side is shiny the left side is normal mm, no i like the normal one better it, you, that's fair it, holy cow it is so difficult to tell that middle evolution the difference between the shiny and the not it's it's an instagram filter it's all it is it's like (laughs) here's your normal here's one that your brain tells you is different because we said it was different but it's not really different but i do like the the sharp black on the and not really different you know like uh it'll probably have hydro cannon i don't know if the now i want them to go i want to go left field they need like fire something on this dude something you never see coming fire yeah uh whatever the hydro cannon fire equivalent is that's what just because you never see that coming out of a penguin right all of a sudden it's a fire breeze a penguin now you care now no, you don't care gonna, for he's gonna shiny. get uh machamp's cross chop <laughs> karate chopping penguin eat it uh yeah it's um mm. uh, nicole says there are so many shinies that are crap like this one yet yeah, other ones are super well done i don't get it uh, yeah, I'm with you. And honestly, in the Emperor, I'd rather most have the, the regular it, one. Most of the time, it feels like the shiny is an afterthought. They're like, okay, we're done designing a new Pokemon. Let's just change some colors. Yeah. And not even drastically, but the the, the regular Emperor is... Let's is, just throw the Snapchat filter on it. Exactly. Exactly. So but that that's the shinies. Now, and we don't know the, the special move yet, right? Or do we? Uh, I assume it? it's going to be Hydro Cannon. I they may have announced it on their Twitter, but I haven't checked to be honest. Gotcha. And, and those of you who've been listening to the podcast for a while, you've noticed that I didn't say, "Hey, let's stop for a, a break for a commercial break, real quick," because uh, we don't have one right now. We're, we're fixing that. But thanks for listening. Have a good free week. Uh, El Gringo Suave, my man. He's always fighting. The best graphics out there. Oh, this is another Flork of Cows. We talked about Community Day, but we never actually mentioned when and what the bonuses are. Have they announced all of that yet? I know the date's coming out. Yeah, they haven't announced the move. I just checked their Twitter. It's not on their Twitter. Okay. The the date is the 19th. 19th. So it's next Sunday. Um, and the bonuses are half egg hatch distance. So make sure to toss those eggs into in the incubators. And then of course the three hour lures. So, Oh, your energy's ready. My energy's ready, but that'll wait until nine 30. When I kick off FTH beyond on twitch.tv for slash FTH beyond. Uh, but yeah, yeah. These, these graphics, uh, is awesome. It, it's, the fusion cup. Now, what is the fusion cup? Is that that's what's coming? Uh, the f- I don't I understand don't, what a fusion cup is. Yeah, see, Other than PvP. PvP that often, yeah. but this is PvP. Uh, the fusion cup is probably 
um, the Silk Road's newest cup. Uh, so what they do is they do uh, unique rules. Uh, I think it's every month. Uh, and so let's see. Let me let me just Google it real quick, and we will find Google out. Google it. Um, so yeah, the Fusion Cup is a Silk Road uh, cup. It's the January Cup. Uh, let's see. Dual types only. Um, so all of your Pokemon have to have dual typing. So no, no single typing allowed. So you can't have something like Blastoise because it's only water. Um, no species with a second charge move costing more than 50,000 Stardust is permitted even if it has a cheaper pre-evolution. So the, if uh, ba- if you're getting a second uh, charge move on a baby, it's a lot cheaper than if you got it elsewhere. So 50K is the maximum Stardust. Uh, I don't know what the full list there is, uh, but yeah. And then uh, reusability. So as Go Battle League nears launch, Fusion Cup investments will serve well in both future arena cups and in great league combat. So that's not a rule in and of itself. It's just a statement. So the, the two rules are specifically dual types and second move has to cost less than 50 K and they've got specific Pokemon that are banned, um, which are as Azumarill, Metacham, Dugong and Wormadam. Bambalam. Bam, bam, yep. Uh, so those are quote unquote species bands. Translation of what Joe just said: No fun Pokemon allowed. <laughs> <laughs> and well, and they they have a, a list of which Pokemon are allowed from each generation. Uh, so if you go down, they have an eligibility list. I I set, put the link in the chat. It's uh, sylph.gg/cup/fusion um, because I'll probably forget to put it in our show notes. Um, but yeah, so it's got all kinds of different Pokemon that are listed here. Um, I think, well, let's see, we've got the infographic is Mamoswine on the infographics. That's the first one that, st- uh, jumps out to me. Yeah. Mamoswine's on the infographic. Okay. Uh, a lot of starters that have dual types. Well, several stars have dual types. So Charizard's on here and Swampert is on here. Um, I'm kind of surprised that Probopass is on there. Um, as is, uh, that's Beldum there oh, too, shoot. right? No, well, he, he is a giant bell, but it's not Beldum. Um, oh, yeah, you're right. God, yeah. Uh, Stupid he, Pokemon. Evolved, he evolves from the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bronzor, Bronzong. Yeah, bron- Bronzong. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah. He evolves from Bronzor. So, yeah, Bronzong is on there. Um, a lowland Marowak, a lowland Sandslash is on there. Uh, but yeah, Fusion Cup is going to be kind of weird in general. So uh, if it's right the, in the, the Pokemon. Limitations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love this next one. Heatran, everything you wanted to know. I just can mark it done because I didn't want to know anything about Heatran. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but it is our final infographic of the evening. Um and the Heatran is in the Heatran is the the big boss that's out there right now to uh, 
take him down. He's cool looking. He's he's and this is oh man, this is an Ibit level graphic right here, right? This is the thing that Ibit would just drool over, just with the glowing yeah, icons. It, do, it doesn't have so, the weird symbols, right? Yeah, no, it's sharp. It's got glowy things on it. He he'd love this. Basically, you just want to throw high attack high uh, people with double earth moves at it. Yeah. Um, so mud mud shot or mud slap and earthquake. Um, with the exception of Exadrill, which has drill run. Yeah. Uh, so if you have a really good guard chomp, toss that at it. Um, if you don't, Rhyperior or Groudon will take care of it. So those are kind of your. I mean, uh, most everybody should have a couple, uh, at least one Rhyperior at this point, uh, since Rhyhorn has been available right. since the get go. So. I mean, I don't, but yeah. You don't have a Rhyperior? It's, uh, I think I needed a few candies or something. I forget exactly what it was. And you don't I was have working a Rhyperior? On... You know what, Joe? I am not putting up with this kind of condescending crap from you anymore. Cheeky Nashville says, no, Joe, be nice. <laughs> Whatever you say. I'm just saying. <laughs> You should uh, have a Rhyperior. No, yeah. I, I was short some candy. I don't know. I'm not going to look at it right now. I was short some candies. And I was like, I'll get to it. And it's on my get to it list behind these other evolutions and stuff. Because I forget what's on the Sinnoh Stone evolutionary list. I've won a number of Sinnoh Stones, so I'm good there. Just, I'll get it, man. Why are you going to be pressuring me to have grandkids and stuff? What's wrong, man? Just let me be. You, you don't need a Rhyperior. You're not going to raid anyway. You know what? If I saw three other people, <laughs> I saw three other people taking on the heat train, I would jump in because on the chart, four and higher is like no, no problem. Take it down. Easy, so I would easy. absolutely jump in just to get the fire dog. It'd be awesome. Now, real quick, because you were running along as we do when you've been gone for a little while, we we talk too much and catch up and everything else. My bad. It is your bad. I don't know why I did that. What time <laughs> is it, Joe? It is time for random trivia. And this week I wanted to talk about Piplup and its evolutions, uh, Prinplup and Empoleon. Uh, they are with, well, okay. Piplup and Prinlup, Prinplup are penguin Pokemon. Empoleon is the emperor Pokemon. Um, Prin, uh, Piplup and Prinplup are both water types, uh, while Empoleon is a water steel type. So that is fun there. Uh, the Pokedex entry for Piplup uh, states that because it is very proud, it, ha it hates accepting food from people. Uh, and it's thick down, guards it from cold, just like uh, your typical penguin in so the you're real saying world. it's down with the thickness yes <laughs> that, that took it a little bit different direction i think man i like <laughs> it joe i like it i was really referencing uh more of disturbed but you know i like it carry on sir you do what you gotta do i, I you know <laughs> you know i will <laughs> uh printlup uh lives alone and away from others so you know this is a. Uh, kind of the the shut-in of pokemon apparently uh and it, everyone every one of them so this is talking about print club every one of them believes it is the most important 
So he's very, uh, very prideful and uh, doesn't really like people. So there's that. Empoleon. Uh, so Empoleon has like a trident on its face. Uh, the, and its Pokedex entry references the three horns that extend from uh, that extend from its beak, uh, and they attest to its power. Uh, and apparently, the leader of a group of Empoleon um, is the one with the biggest horns. All so, right. Yeah. Uh, Easier are, to stab you with. Yeah. These are all uh, based off of penguins, specifically emperor sure, penguins. Yeah. Uh, Piplup uh, is the name is thought to uh, be derived from the sound of a pebble hitting water. So like a plop plop. Uh, it could also be the pip is probably referencing this uh, stage of growth in baby birds before they hatch, which is a pip. Uh, which would make a lot of sense since it's the first form. So there is that. And Prin Plup uh, comes from the Prin is thought to come from Prince, uh, which makes sense since Empoleon is, is an emperor, quote unquote. And then the Plup again is water, plop, plop. <laughs> um, plop. And so the trident on its head of Empoleon is probably a reference to Poseidon, the Greek god of the ocean or waters. And um, Empoleon, Emperor and Napoleon right. is what it's thought to be a reference to. That that makes sense. So uh, he's got little man syndrome, which is why they, they compare, instead of height, they compare the how big their horns are right yeah i wouldn't know joe i've never been a little man in my life so i the funny part is though is that empoleon so all pokemon have listed although it's mostly ignored they have listed uh, a height stat uh, and so empoleon is listed to be five foot seven um or for everyone else in the world that's not in the united states that's 1.7 meters which is roughly the same height as Napoleon Bonaparte was, the real Napoleon Bonaparte. So there we go. Very educational, Joe. Yep, yep. Uh, according Don't to you Nathan Epp, plup, plup, plup. Empoleon <laughs> uh, is good for PvP. Uh, being water steel type, I could see that. Um, I haven't personally messed with him in PvP, but there you go. Yeah, uh, I've I've got I don't have the Empoleon. I've got uh, the other two though. I just haven't done the walking. That's okay. To, to because his community day move is going to make all the other moves useless, right? That's kind of how it works. That's kind of how it works, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, we don't want you to feel useless, so hit us up. Show at PokemonGoPodcast.com. We'll milk. We'll milk you. We'll milk. We'll milk. Man, I can't do it now, we, Joe. We we will not milk you. No, I promise. What, we that's will not even a word. We'll make you feel much better about your life and your game, especially compared to mine. 
Uh, PokemonGoPodcast.com has a speak pipe tab that Cheeky Nashville and others are fans of using. So go there and click the tab. Use your phone or any device that has a microphone that touches internet. Leave your voicemail. We'll love to play it and hear it. Reddit's r slash Pokemon Go podcast, where El Gringo Suave dropped in the Flork of Cows graphic this week. We thank you for that, sir. So you can go be a part of our community there on Reddit. Facebook is Pokemon Go podcast. Our Twitter's at Pokemon Go pod. And Twitch is twitch.tv slash Pokemon Go podcast. Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern is when we do this show. And then, of course, you can get this as a podcast downloaded across all the podcatchers in the world. We're on Stitcher, Spotify even. So go check us out there as well as everyone or anywhere else you find it. And we're still working on some merchandise. That's something that's part of our work session that Joe and I have to come up with. Because uh, we even a regular dude version one of our shirt got shut down now. It's like they're, they're just uh, like, oh, these people, they put on another Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, and that that was not the deal they made with us, so that's that's getting irritating. But we'll figure it out. We'll maybe make we'll just put our logo on there without saying Pokemon Go podcast. Yeah, we'll we'll figure something out. Uh, we need even some if new it's stuff just anyway. that a basic thing for a little so, bit. I keep saying, I keep saying, you know, uh, I think Emmett did it, but I got the McSnorlax that that you know I look like a Snorlax or whatever. We need Joe done as Joe needs to be a, a Pokemon. And then we could put that on a shirt, right? The ones that look like us and, and make that happen. Uh, and if you'd help us out, help out gstu.net, right? That's the network that we're on, Giant Size Team Up Network. If you help us all out across the network and go to youtube.com, uh, and the rest is going to be there in the show notes, and it's in the Twitch uh, chat right now, or will be in just a second as Nicole puts that up. Uh, we need your help. We need, I think it's a 1,000 freaking subscribers on youtube just to get a name and that's all Not we're trying just to regular do. subscribers freaking, freaking subscribers. subscribers yeah absolutely so we need a thousand of you well we've got like a hundred or so i think on there now but that's a long way to go to a thousand so i know a lot of shows are like do itunes reviews i don't care about the itunes reviews i need you to help Charles us get doesn't a name. read the itunes reviews unless i send them to that's him. true but uh because they were so so brittle and bitter at first uh but uh we definitely need some help getting our youtube name so if you'd go and just subscribe to the channel it's giant size team up uh, if you search that or pokemon go podcast if you search that uh you'll find us over on youtube and we would appreciate your help joe where can they find you on the web you can find me at joseph underscore ard um on twitter specifically uh, and you can find me at Assorted Geekdom all over the place. My um, my little brother and I are actually trying to step up our game of posting. Uh, specifically, my brother is targeting Instagram, but we've been posting on Assorted Geekdom every day on Instagram and and Facebook, uh, and it's getting relayed to Twitter, but it's it'll just redirect you back to Instagram. So, but anyway. If you wanted to see that, mostly it's been memes lately, but we are posting um, some of the content as we ramp up to the podcast that I am starting here in a few months. So, yeah, so definitely check that out. Uh, you can find me at Rock Out of Podcasting across social media, except for Twitter. It is Rock Out of Pod. Although, if you just search Rock Out of Podcasting, you'll find everything that I do. And I've been lighting up Instagram here recently and having fun with that. And I've got a nice little 
And, Joe, I'll tell you how to do that uh, when we get off the air at some point. But I've got a nice little flow there that I, if I post on Instagram, it'll post to Facebook, which then in turn posts to Twitter. So I can post my picture all across the board in one shot. It's awesome. It's a lot of fun. So thank you, everybody, for coming out. If you want some more of me, check me out in just about 15 minutes over on FTH Beyond on Twitch. Also on twitch.tv slash GSTU Media. Monday nights, I drink a whole lot of beer. And right now we're playing Diablo 3. Drunks and, and uh, Demon Slaying is what we're doing over there. So check that out. Uh, tune in next week to finally actually hear Joe say. I'm going down to Atlanta this weekend, but I'm not going to see Charles. What? No! <laughs> Why? <sighs> <laughs>